because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hope you are having a great day. Welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here as usual. You can find the pod all over the place, including Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO.com. And I'm all over the place on the radio as well. 5 to 9 a.m. with Orlando's Morning News. Check me out there on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And you can stream us right there in the WDBO app. All right, let's catch up with Brian Kilmeade once again here on the Inez Says Podcast. You can hear Brian 9 to noon every weekday on WDBO in Orlando. On the agenda with Brian this week, infrastructure and whether a deal is going to get done or not by the Democrats. Loudoun County, Virginia being ground zero for this so-called culture war and our southern border. Here's that chat with Brian Kilmeade. And I think that Fox is the only news source that is still covering the mass of humanity being allowed to pour over the southern border right now. And I know that you spoke with um, Congressman McCall of Texas yesterday, and he was telling you that, look, this is the long term strategy of the Democrat Party, right, to to allow as many of these migrants into the country as possible to change the American electorate. Uh, But it's really a risk. And I talked to Dan Crenshaw about it off Mm -hmm. the air yesterday before he came on. And I said, Dan, you're, you're a Texas guy. I don't understand. Uh, you're also a politician, fight wars. What is the thought? Because you see more and more Hispanics going for the Republican Party. You see more and more uh, Hispanic Texans or Texan Hispanics who are voting Republican because they see the chaos that's taking place, and they're focused on family and the economy first, not illegal immigration. People used to simplify it. And when Mitt Romney was running, they do an autopsy in the Republican Party, and they say, hey, when you talk about the border, Hispanics take it as you don't like Hispanics. And I said, wow, that's simplistic, but I guess they have some pie chart that reveals it. So Trump comes in and throws that whole thing in the street, and he ends up getting more Hispanic votes than both McCain, Romney, and uh, the most since George Bush the fir- in his first election. And what it is is uh, I think that it's so short-term, it makes me think it's not the case. That if you think that somebody comes here illegally, that eventually down the line they're going to get citizenship, when that hasn't happened since Reagan was in office, mm-hmm. there's been amnesty in, in the 1980s, uh, and most people think it was a mistake because uh, because Reagan said, "Hey, listen, uh, I'll give amnesty to the people here. Let's just seal the border." And they said, "Sounds like a deal. Let's just give amnesty and forget to seal the border." They never sealed the border, mm-hmm. so now the Republicans say, "We're not going to we're not going to fall for that again." So now you say, let's let 1.7, and it's probably 2.2 million people in illegally. Let's not arrest the criminals. Let's tell ICE not to do anything. Uh, Let's not build a wall that we paid for. Let's overcrowd classrooms in blue-collar areas because they don't have the political clout to make it stop. You know, they're not going to uh, Naples, Florida. They're not going to Palm Beach with these uh, these Hispanic kids. They're going to rundown areas of uh, Orlando and uh, and Jacksonville. And they're saying, yeah, take these kids and stop complaining. You have no political voice anyway. I'm seeing it in, in rundown areas of Long Island. These classes of 18 are now 36, 39 kids. And then they tell the teachers, if you don't speak Spanish, maybe you should retire. So uh, tell me, if, if, you're, if you're a voter and you're a Democrat, how does that help you? 
Yeah, I, I remember you, you mentioned being a Democrat. I remember growing up, Brian, many folks in my family growing up in the Northeast were, were Democrats, and it was the party of the working class, right? It was blue-collar oh, yeah. worker, the peeps. I mean, what what the heck is the Democrat yeah. Party now? Is it the party of AOC and Ilhan Omar and celebrity? Well, I mean, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and by the way, what we're seeing now play out, I find fascinating, is that uh, you got two guys, uh, you got two senators who just don't get it. Like, really? You know Medicare is going to go bankrupt in 2026. You want to expand it with vision, dental, and, uh, and all these other things. You know we can't afford it. Excuse me, you want clean energy, but you know we're in the middle of an energy crisis. You know China is having coal conferences uh, all week long. And you know that we cannot afford to switch our economy. We're not ready to, to go off oil and gas now. I'm not going to spend $400 billion on clean energy uh, investment because it makes no sense. And it's going to destroy our, uh, our energy industry. And for those people who say, well, Brian, that's short-sighted. You're asking Saudi Arabia to pump more oil. We now have a barrels of oil at $80. They say it should be 100 And any time oil go up, think Iran and Russia get richer. Do we want that? Do we want that happening? So Joe Manchin Sinem said, I just doesn't make any sense. Oh, you want to raise the corporate tax rate? Okay, fine. But that means we're just less competitive with Ireland and Europe and China. So they're pushing back. So when you say, who does that party represent? The moderates are trying to tell them, even though there's really two standing up and there's more, I understand, who they're standing up for. They're saying, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, AOC is great on Instagram, but she makes no sense. Uh, you know, the squad may have get a lot of cameras, but that doesn't speak for me. Yeah. Uh, and Ulan Omar, you know, basically won uh, a small area of Minnesota with eight separate candidates who divided up the party. She may get the cameras and the FaceTime, but she doesn't have the sentiment. And I think the Democrats are getting their wake-up call now to be that party that would be uh, a vision of how to make America better rather than a vision of how to make America worse. So this is their wake-up call. And that's why one of my talking points today is going to be no deal. There's really no deal. I can't believe I'm saying this. They promised it in May. She guaranteed it three weeks ago to the Speaker of the House. Then they said we're going to get it done by tomorrow. And now they say, well, we don't really need a deal by tomorrow as the president goes to Glasgow for this energy conference. So I just think it's a, it's a fascinating time. You know, before I let you go, I, I think it's interesting what's going on in Loudoun County, Virginia right now. Students walking out in protest yesterday because that judge yeah. earlier this week found the, the boy guilty of sexually assaulting a girl in a girl's bathroom last spring. That's Scott Smith's daughter. It's unconscionable that this boy wearing a skirt was perhaps allowed to do this in another school as well, Brian. I don't even think you say perhaps. I mean, he's being charged. This is happening. And then if you that's bad. And then there's a protest for sexual assault and the fact that nothing was done. That's terrible. How about the fact that the, the father of the abused student yeah. gets arrested? I mean, this is unbelievable. You're arresting the guy for raising his voice with four cops wrestling him to the ground, and they're mocking him and saying, look at this white supremacist, look at this domestic terrorist. And it turns out he was speaking up because his, because his daughter was assaulted. They deny his daughter was assaulted. Now it's shown that they were wrong. 
it's shown that there are two people on the on the union uh, board, uh, the board of education union, uh, that said, "Well, we're going to call uh, those parents like that one wrestled to the ground domestic terrorists." They have since apologized for, and you know who's paying the price for that? Justifiably, is Terry McAuliffe. Yeah, because he's saying that you know parents should not have a say in the kids' curriculum because it's not a stumble. He lives off the teachers' union. He feels as though that money's there for him to support the teachers' union. So I might as well speak up against parents. And those parents are saying, yeah, I'm thinking Glenn Youngkin. And now we have a fourth-rate poll that shows this is a tie. And believe me, Joe Biden's not delivering that state for uh, Terry McAuliffe. Barack Obama has a lot of uh, had a lot of supporters, but his message was all wrong. He called this a uh, he called this a uh, social. Uh, he said that they trumped up uh, culture war. It's not a culture war. The, the kids, the parents want the kids to learn math and science. Yeah. They want yeah. they don't want them to learn about how bad they are because they're white and how much uh, they are a victim if they're black. That is not a culture war. That's happening. Yeah. Well, look, we've talked about this before. I really believe that it's 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 not going to be the politicians who lead us back to common sense. Yeah. It's going to be Mama Bear and Papa Bear, those people who are showing up at the school boards who lead us back to common sense. I know you got to get going. We're looking forward to you coming to Orlando November 21st. Brian Kilmeade is going to be at the Plaza Live. Just tap that Kilmeade Live button right there in the WDBO app. For your chance to win. Brian, always a pleasure. Thank you, my man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Go get him. And again, you can hear Brian Kilmeade nine to noon every weekday on WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. You can check me out with Orlando's morning news, five to nine AM on WDBO, right before Brian hits the air. That's gonna do it for the Inez Says podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you next time.